0: hello guys how you're doing i hope you're doing fine Welcome to this new episode of Jackaline. Line is that show where we inspire kids and educate parents. My name is Tingo Solange, aka Momsi, your number one child psychologist in Africa. And this episode, we are going to be talking about something very pertinent and relevant. Do not move an inch. Sit back, pour a glass of water, sip, relax, and listen. And as usual, I will be waiting for your comments. Tell us what you think about this particular episode. This episode, we'll be sharing with you a true life story. So I'm gonna be reading a story out to you. I actually shared the story on our Facebook page, Jacqueline TV, and there's a long write-up. And some people are kind of lazy when it comes to reading, so I decided to read the story for you on this episode of Jacqueline. So I'm your reader. I hope I did a great job. Listen attentively and. I'm waiting for your reactions in the comment section. The teaching and non-teaching staff of XYZ Grammar School were summoned for an emergency meeting with the principal during their lunch break. The members of staff sat in twos in the assembly hall, discussing in low tones as they awaited for the principal to arrive for the meeting. It was not long before the principal, Mrs. Julien joined the staff in the hall. Everyone among the staff knows that Mrs. Abaji is a good storyteller. She can keep her audience spellbound with her stories, especially when she wants to get them to agree with her on something. Mama Abaji, as she is properly called, can make a story out of any and everything but there was something about her story this afternoon it lacked the usual enthusiasm and boisterous energy with which she told her stories to capture the attention of her listeners there was a kind of sobriety in her tone and body language as she carefully picked her words before her subordinates another thing her listeners quickly observed was that before she started telling the story she got herself seated up a handkerchief from her bag as if she was preparing to break an unpalatable news to them when she was sure that all eyes were on her and that she had gotten the attention of everyone she slowly proceeded with her story thus <clears throat> good afternoon ladies and gentlemen i guess most of you know why i call this meeting but in case you do not know I will tell you now, it is with heavy heart I want to confirm to you that the news that filtered in when we came to school this morning has been confirmed and verified and found to be true. There were rumors this morning that we lost one of our students yesterday evening. Well, I want to tell you that it is no longer rumor, it is now truth. It has been verified. I went to their house this morning and saw things for myself. And the truth is that Abiola, our assistant head girl, died yesterday at night. If you saw her yesterday evening as I did when we had a meeting with the prefects, that was the last time you would see her alive. They were groaning, weeping, bitter cries, etc. among the staff. Both men and women broke down in tears, by the way, some were already crying even before the principal made the announcement. Abiola was such a nice girl that all who knew her could not hold back their tears. But what really happened to Abula? The principal continued her story. From what I gathered, when I went to their home this morning, Abula committed suicide in her room last night. The mom went to her room after their morning prayer to find out why she did not come out for the usual family prayers and found her stone dead. At this juncture, the principal could not hold it further and had to make use of her handkerchief in her hands as she buried her face on the table, more weeping, sighing, sobbing among the staff. After what seemed like forever, the principal continued her story. Abiola dropped a letter for her mom on the floor or she was probably holding it in her hands when death overpowered her. In the letter, she appreciated her mom for all she did to take care of her and her younger brother since their father died five years ago. She acknowledged that her mom really worked hard to make sure that she and her brother were enrolled in the best school around and that they lacked nothing which could make them feel the absence of their dad. Why then did Abiola take her life, someone asked. In answer to that question, the principal said, that is why I called every one of you here. We all failed Abiola. At this juncture, she stood up. After appreciating her mom, Abiola went ahead to explain the reasons why she decided to end it all. I may not go into all the details, but the summary is that the girl has been battling with low self-esteem and, prejud- and prejudice since the day she was made a perfect, till yesterday when she could no longer bear it any longer. I learned that one of you here told Abula's mom that she was supposed to be the head girl, not Nifemi, was. but Nifemi was chosen instead because she... Nifemi smiles a lot while Abiola has a stony face. And the mother believed that devilish self sent messenger. I'm going to deploy everything available to me to make sure I fish him or her out. Abiola's mom never allowed a day to pass without taunting the poor girl about her failure to become the head girl. So each time she came to school and saw Nifemi, she was filled with resentment. Then she would go home to meet her mom, who would genuinely ask her, How is that cheerful girl, Nifemi? I love her, Jare. If you like, keep tightening your face. According to the nanny who talked with me, when Abila got home yesterday, her mom asked the usual question about Nifemi, and she simply said, Mom, why don't you ever tell me that you love me? Am I not a human being? And instead of the woman to retrace her steps, she started calling the poor girl unprintable names and reminding her how she has been walking like a jackass to give her the best possible, yet all she could do was play the second fiddle. She went to bed without eating. And as fate would have it, the nanny bought a bottle of sniper two days ago which she kept very close to the washing machine nobody knew when abuela got up in the night and took the bottle and emptied the content into her mouth she ended the note she dropped for her mom with mom i love you i have always told you so even though i can really say i can't really say whether you love me or not You can transfer all your love to your cheerful knee, Femi. But please do not abandon my little brother the way you abandoned me. As at that morning, when we were there, she kept shouting, Abiola, I love you. Abiola, look at me now. I said, I love you. I love you, Abiola. I suppose that by now, they might have taken her mother to a doctor because it seems she lost her senses. Hmm. What a loss. I couldn't keep this to myself and that is why I had to call of you to relay it. I also want to use this to remind us that we are not here just to teach them art or sciences. We are supposed to attend to the emotional needs of these children. How come none of us even noticed that girl was hurting? And the mother is now confessing her love to a dead body. Let me tell you, The words I love you are golden to every growing person. May you not utter those golden words to a ghost as Abiola's mother is doing right now. The principal ended her story thus, and other things followed which I would not bother my readers with. I want to ask every parent or teacher reading this piece do you know that those three words are golden to every child? Are you using them wisely or are you waiting to use them for a ghost? I pray you will not tell your son or daughter that you love them when it is already too late. You can ask, you can talk about any issue you have with your child. No one is irredeemable. If you know what to do and what to say, let's talk about it now. Come on, my fellow African parents that in particular make it a duty to use the words i love you i love you to your daughters in such a way that when they grow up it's not going to be such a big deal when boys start telling them that i love you because most times nowadays boys or the word the the words i love you is such a taboo that when a boy tells it to a girl the girl feels kind of special and it's kind of like a passport into the girl's pants Meanwhile, it's something that is supposed to be a routine and normal. Parents make it a duty to use the phrase, I love you to your daughters, to your children in general.